Welcome to the Youth School Podcast, where we believe inside of everybody there is a great story waiting to be discovered and lived. This is the show where we guide you on your journey in discovering what your story could be. It's your life. Don't let anybody else write it. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the U School Podcast. My name is Scott Schimmel. I am the host and the guest in today's episode. It's just me, people. This is, I think, the third or fourth time I've had an episode where I'm going to be talking to myself and talking to you. We're making a big shift, and we're looking at a different theme. Every single month, we try to pick a theme that we have a lot of curiosity about, and we know not only will it be interesting conversations, but also be helpful as we seek to guide you, the listeners, the people who are part of the U School, to a greater understanding of yourself and a greater understanding of what it means to be in this world effectively. And so the theme of this month is about the experience of being you, the experience of you. Nobody else in the world is you. Duh. Nobody else has an experience of what it's like to be you. Nobody else sees the world the way you see the world. No one else has the memories that you keep, the secrets that you keep, the strengths that you have. And we're going to dig into that a lot this month. But first, I want to start off with a quick story. One of the stories that my family tells, uh, you know, every family has these sacred stories, the time that someone got in trouble, the time that someone got arrested, the... Uh, ridiculous time that you lost one of your kids stories, uh, the travel stories, the holiday stories. But one of our stories is about when I was born in the hospital. Yep, I was switched at birth. Apparently, there's a little dispute over the details of where I was, but the hospital staff had me back in the nursery and the way I remember the story, maybe this is the, the watered-down Disney version my mom always told me, the, the way I remember hearing the story is that I was, uh, they were getting my footprints. You know how they always had take your footprints, or at least they used to, uh, when you were born in the hospital. That's, that's a story that I told, but recently I reminded my mom of that story, and she said, no, 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 you weren't, you weren't getting your footprints. They were circumcising you. <laughs> they were circumcising you. And apparently there was another baby who we don't know the name, was also being circumcised. And the nurses, the hospital staff, switched us. And uh, my mom was given the allegedly wrong baby back. And for hours, hours, uh, most of a day, this is like the day two after I'm born, uh, I spend with another lady. And my mom is with a different baby. And the way the story goes is my grandmother walks into the hospital room, who had met me the day before, walked into the hospital room and says, who's this? (laughs) This is not Scott. And uh, the details are a little fuzzy there. Was my mom indignant, defiant? Did she think my grandma was crazy, her mom? Or was it an instant chaos in the hospital? Lawyers threatening to sue them. I mean, this is back in the early 80s, so I'm not sure if even people knew about lawyering up, but I would have. I wanted justice. Uh, So the correct babies were given back because there were footprints, and they had a triple check, and my mom left the hospital with me. But here's 
what happened to me growing up, because I was the younger brother with an older sister, who by and large was kind, gracious, considerate of me, but you know how older siblings could be, so every now and then, when my parents weren't listening, my sister would whisper in my ear, you're not even from our family. <laughs> you were switched at birth. And at a young age, I remember the panic that would set in, the terror. What if this is the wrong family and the fantasies in my mind? First, uh, when I was young, it was, oh my God, I'm in the wrong family. How did I get here? Later on, it was more like, I'm in the wrong family. I knew it. I knew it all along. <laughs> but my comeback was always, yeah, I've always wondered why I am the cutest in this family. Everyone else looks the same. I'm the one that shines. <laughs> well, yep, truly, sincerely, is a true story. There's only one you, and we want to talk this month about the experience of being you, your unique perspective, your unique story, your unique talents and strengths and interests, your unique personality, your unique way of being in the world, and the unique problems that you see that you're here to solve. We're going to dig into each one of those. And some of the conversations we want to have is to, on one hand, explore understanding yourself. Explore who you are. Get to know yourself better. The conversation that we have frequently, whether it's with students or with parents of high schoolers as we work alongside schools or veterans who are transitioning, who are well into their adult years or athletes in the same way. Or oftentimes we'll uh, go and work at a, uh, with a company for, for a little bit of time. Again, adult age. What we hear from people often in the simple questions and exercises that we ask and take people through is, I've never thought about this before. I've never thought about myself like this. I don't think about myself very often. And sometimes people color that with a sense of, I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable doing this. But the irony that we find over and over again is that people don't spend a lot of time to get to know themselves. And the irony is you're with yourself all day long. <laughs> Who else are you with if not yourself? Well, the answer is you are with someone else. You are in your phone, on your phone, looking at social media. You are wondering what other people think, maybe about you, or how other people live and how they act, and you're trying to copy them or emulate them or be them. So many people actually have very little understanding of themselves. The overarching theme of all this, of course, is self-awareness. Do you understand who you are and who you're not? Do you understand how you're wired, how you're different, what makes you different, what makes you unique? And not only that's the first part of it, is getting to know yourself and understanding who you are and who you're not. The other part is learning to embrace and accept. And actually, and this could sound very hippie if you're listening, to actually love yourself. And out of that embrace of yourself and acceptance of yourself, could you come to the place where you actually appreciate who you are and how you're made? And not just who you are and how you're made, but what you're not like. Your deficiencies, your weaknesses, your fears, your failures, your secrets, your idiosyncrasies, your annoying traits, the things that you can't do that you wish that you could. Can you accept even the limitations and the weaknesses about yourself 
and see it as good. That's a tall task. And that's what we want to do this month is lead you into a conversation, guide you into a conversation to pay more attention to your perspective. How do you see things? Whether you're a student, a parent, and uh, amongst other parents, uh, an employee, a leader, someone serving in the military, a part of a family, how do you see things? It's, it's unique. Only you see things the way you see them. You might find people that are similar to you, but no one sees things the way that you see them. What are your unique talents and strengths? What are the things that you're uniquely good at? Other people, again, might have similar talents and strengths, but they're different. And the way that they express them or value them or have invested into them. I know a young guy is a great friend of mine. He's like a younger brother, a guy named Mike. And you might have heard of this test by the Gallup uh, research organization called the Strengths Finder, the Clifton Strengths Finder. Mike and I have, I think, uh, the same five top five themes of talent and strength according to this very sophisticated test. But Mike is so different than me, and I am so different than Mike. What's different and unique about your personality, the way in which you respond to other people, the way in which you draw energy, the way in which you engage in conversation or in a relationship or in solving problems? What's unique about you? You have a unique way of being in the world, which means to me that I'm thankful. I'm grateful for the way that you are. Because the way that you are, the implicit explanation of that, the implicit direction of that and implication is that you have a part to play, a unique part to play. Out of your story, your unique story, out of your talents and strengths, your unique ones, even out of your deficiencies, your limitations, out of your interests and passions, out of the way in which you've experienced other people in this world, out of your beliefs and your values, out of all of that makes you the only one like you. And we need you. I need you. The world needs you to not only understand who you are, but to embrace it, to embrace it and to more and more live in response to the real you. So dare to be yourself. There's a couple calls to action from this episode. And we're going to have blog articles this month, other interviews of very interesting people reflecting on how they experience the world, what it's like to be them. We want you to reflect on a couple things. One, what are you like? What are you like? How are you unique? Think about a few questions that you might reflect on to get to know yourself. What makes you different or distinct from your siblings? Isn't that weird? You can come from the same family, the same zip code, the same house, the same bloodline, but you can be so different than your brothers and sisters. Another question, what particular ways do you respond to daily challenges, to stress, or to problems that you face? How do you respond? What do you do? Pay attention to yourself this week. Another question, what do you find to be truly good, or beautiful, or even wonderful? What tapes play in your head as you go throughout the day? Can you slow those tapes down and pay attention to them? 
What goes on in your head? What are the thoughts, the worries, the fears, the aspirations, the dreams? What is going on in your head? And last question, what recurring phrases do you use to express surprise at this world? Pay attention this week as you go to work, as you run errands, as you engage with friends or neighbors, and take a few quiet moments, whether you're in traffic or before you're drifting off to sleep, to think about what's unique about who you are and how you operate. I can remember, I can remember a moment in college at the end of my freshman year where I'd met a thousand people but didn't feel like one of them was my friend. And no pity party, I just remember having a very honest, sober thought as I was packing up my stuff to head home for the summer in the dorms, packing up my suitcase and my laundry and putting stuff in my trunk and going home to see my high school friends and hang out with my family. I remember thinking, I don't really truly believe that anyone here, despite having spent the last 10 months with them, really understands who I am. And I don't think that if I failed to return, let's say I transferred or dropped out and got a job, that people would really miss me. They might notice or remark that I was gone. Hey, where'd that guy go? But I remember thinking to myself, I don't think anyone's going to miss me. I don't think anyone really got to know me. At the same time, I realized I don't think I let anybody in. Don't think that I let anybody know the real me. And my conviction, my reaction, my response to that was to engage and re-engage my sophomore year, my second year of college with the intent to let people know who I was, to be the real me, to act like myself, to share my thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs, my values, to share them out loud with other people so that they can get to know me. I believe every single person truly deeply longs and desires to be known and understood. Well, it starts with you getting to know and understand yourself. This is your life. This is your story. You have the opportunity to write a great one with your life. So don't let anybody else pick up the pen. It belongs to you. Thank you for tuning into the U-School podcast. We want you to know about our brand new LifeScript course. Our flagship program that we offer is now available in a digital environment on our website. The course is designed to help anyone who is in a period of life transition to reflect on the big questions that matter the most. Questions like, who am I? What's my story? What do I believe in? What kind of person do I want to become? What's my mission in life? How can I best contribute? And who do I belong to? The digital course has been designed to be intuitive and deeply human. You will recruit your own team of life advisors to track with you the entire time you engage in self-reflection, giving you the feedback and support you need to write a great story for the next chapter. Just go to theuschool.com and if you sign up, use the promo code PODCAST10 to get $10 off the list price. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T and the number 10. Remember, you only get one life. Make sure your life reads like a great story.